Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Who Can It Be Now? You know I want to say the podcast. The podcast! I just have to say it. I have to. One day I won't. Maybe one day I won't. I don't know. Hello, everyone. It's Marilyn Aloria, psychic medium, teacher, coach, author soon. My book will be coming out at the end of June. Super excited. Been putting that together. Podcast partier. Um, guide talker, um, direct human being, super direct, not for everyone, truth seeker, and lighthouse of truth, meaning um, if you're around me, you're going to see your truth and you may not like it. Some people don't like it. A lot of people do like it. They're like, ooh, thank you for shining a light on that. Dog lover, cat. Well, my cats yell at me a lot during the night. They just meow at me and tell me to do things, but I still love them. And so many other things. What are you? What are you? If you were to describe yourself, who are you today? What are you? So I am recording this week's episode on Monday, February 14th, 2022. Doesn't matter when you listen to this, this will be perfect for you. And this is going to be a very interesting podcast because I have a lot of interesting things happening in my life right now. And this morning, something happened that I was like, hmm, very difficult, very, very difficult. And I have to show up no matter what and walk my talk. So I don't show up acting like I'm all blissed out, excited. I can't stand those people that say, you know, they found Nirvana and they're still living Nirvana because if they're living an actually practical, grounded life, I doubt they are just blissed out all the time unless they're not living in truth. That's my take on it all. Let me tell you, we'll talk about that in a minute. But anyway, so I'm having one of those moments, but um, I've already had to meet with my editor uh, about my book. I had to put it off for a few minutes because I had to put a little, I had to deal with something in my business. And then uh, she was very gracious and good about that. And we had a great conversation about guides. Some of that I'll bring to you. I want to teach you some stuff in this episode if I can. And then I had to deal with um, the thing that happened. And, uh, and now I'm like, I have to record a podcast because I don't have one for this week. And part of me would like to, um, be honest with you, take the week off, go hide in a corner, do a little crying, do a little growing, expanding, hiking, um, playing tennis. Maybe I hurt my wrist. So we'll see about that. So yeah, that's what's going on. And so what do you do when life throws you a bunch of crap? I don't even see it as crap anymore. I see them all as learning experiences. I see them all as growing and evolution and evolving. So I want to share some things with you. And we may go into dead ex-boyfriends or we may save that for a whole separate episode because I do want to talk about my dead ex-boyfriends. There were a few. I did not kill them. I did not do it. When we broke up, I thought about it, but I didn't do it. <sighs> but they are on the other side and they have been visiting me in my dreams lately. A lot of dead people have been visiting my dreams lately, people that I know. And I'm like, why are you coming here? And I think it's because I'm going through this huge change and evolution. So how many of you are experiencing that? Let's talk about sitting in the discomfort and being okay with it and accelerating. So before I move on, that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to take you on a little journey with me. I want to talk to you about a few things that I have going on that I would really love for you to participate in. And I don't want you to fast forward this because you're going to benefit, I believe. 
So definitely check out MarilynAloria.com forward slash party, P-A-R-T-Y, party, 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 party. I used to be a big party when I was a kid. Huge, 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 huge. I was a barroom brawler when I was a teenager. What that means is I'd get into fights while being in the bar. Got thrown out of a couple of bars, maybe more than a couple. But I'm not that person anymore. And uh, But I'm inviting you to the pod party. I promise you I will not be um, doing any barroom brawling. Go to marilynalori.com forward slash party, and I'm going to teach you something And uh, for like 15, 20 minutes. I don't know how long because I always read the energy of the people. The one we have this week um, is already booked, so we're booking the next one. That one filled up right away because once people heard that I was going to be doing readings, it booked up right away. So if you have not experienced my readings, um, you're going to want to come. I've decided that I want to do more readings because I only do them in my paid communities and uh, Dashka, there's a shout out for Dashka. Dashka taught me something. She's um, in my community. She's one of my students. I, I, hate, I don't like using the word students because I feel we're all magical and gifted and incredible. And uh, yes, I'm, I'm grateful to be teaching them and I, I'm inspired to be teaching them and stuff, but they're also magical people themselves. And she's a healer and um, she's a membership for your soul. And she did Soulfinder Academy and she's now in the extension of Soulfinder Academy. And I have a next level program coming out, a mentorship program. If you want to know about that, go to care at marilynaloria.com um, because people really want to learn how I channel. So anyway, with that said, Dashka, I was doing readings for Membership for Your Soul, and um, I sometimes get on them if they ask me for a general reading. And the reason why I do that is because I don't want to disempower them. I want them to feel very empowered in their question, own their question, ask me their question, and then I'll do a reading. When I used to do one-on-one readings, you weren't allowed to speak in the beginning at all. I didn't want to know anything about you, just your name, that was it, and I would do the readings. But in my communities, I'm teaching them to own what it is that they desire and then ask it. And a lot of times people want general readings and sometimes I get on them about it. I'm like, why do you want a general reading? Just tell me what it is you desire because I want them to own that in them. Because sometimes people ask for general readings because they're not owning what they want, right? They're like, oh, I don't know, tell me, tell me. Dashka's not one of these people. She she can ask me sometimes about stuff though quite a bit. Not quite a bit, she's good. Sorry, Dashka, it's not coming out the right way. And when everybody, when I tell everybody my story, they'll understand why. So she said to me, I said, why is why are you asking that? And she said, because your your general readings are so friggin' magical. Your readings are magical and they really help people and they help all of us. And what comes out of them is just, can't remember the words she used, but it was really quite profound in a way. And she taught me something in that moment. She taught me that I want to do that then for my community because my guides come through me, right? And they answer the questions. And if it's a general reading, I just tap in and I I just give you a channeled message. And she taught me in that moment how, how much that's needed for all of them because things come through that that um, just are so perfect for everybody that hears them. So I want to thank you for that lesson, Dashka, uh, my community. I, I appreciate that they teach me things. And so I thought, you know what? These readings, really, we have these readings in Membership for Your Soul and Soul Finder Academy gets them more. And um, they really are quite incredible. And and I'm not saying that because it's not about me. It really isn't. I'm like this instrument, which is what I teach people how to be an instrument. And it's my guides. They're really amazing. And um, I realized, like, I want to bring this out into the world. I want to I want to show people what this is about. And 
I don't know how long I'll do it for. I don't know that it'll be every pod party. I know it's this one this week and the next one. So if you want to sign up, go to MarilynLaurie.com forward slash party. And um, we'll see how it goes because I'm trying all of this stuff out. What I'm recognizing as a business owner, so we used to have automated messages and um, automated messages would be those things that you see in your messenger box right away, right? So there was this program, I'm not going to name it because I don't want to diss anything out there, where we would sign up and we'd put in um, almost like automated emails, right? And you would put in a, a keyword into the Facebook post or the, now it's Instagram too. And then an automated message would come on and say, Hey, you know, how are you today? Blah, blah, blah. Do you want to check out SAS? And people would be like, yeah, sure. I want to check out SAS or whoa, bitch, I just met you. And that's what I started noticing. People were like, whoa, what's going on here? You're trying to sell me something right away. And I, you know, I didn't, I was telling my team way before that happened, I don't want to do this automated messaging anymore. I don't like it. People are needing connection. People are needing, they, they want to talk and we want to meet them in those messengers, in DMs, direct messaging, whether in Instagram or Facebook. I want a real person answering them. I don't want some bot telling them something. And I also, and my team finally took it off because I kept saying, take it off, take it off, take it off. I don't like it. And I also noticed like some of my personal friends would reach out to me. They lost someone they loved. And they were reaching out to me. And then the bot was like, hey, you know, somebody would be like, hey, I just lost my uh, sister and I'm really devastated, but I feel like she's around me. And I'm wondering if, you know, if this is what happens and stuff. And these are good friends that I've known, right? And so they know they can reach out to me that way. And I'm like, and then a bot comes up and says, hey, do you want to buy membership for your soul? And I'm like, holy mackerel, this person is like grieving, sharing their grief. And this stupid friggin' bot is asking if they want to buy something. Turn that shit off. So I bring all this to you because this is why I'm doing these pod parties. This is why I'm going to get more active on social media. I want organic outreach. I want to meet you guys. I want to know you guys. I, I want to see what's going on. I learn from you guys. As I'm writing this book with, this, with the publisher, it's Sacred Stories Publishing, Ariel. We've been, she's been interviewing me because that's how we're doing this book where I'm asking my guides these answers and she's got these great questions and they are answering in this magical way. And we're putting this into a book form called Guides. There's a series called Common Sentience. You can go check it out. And we're, um, we have, there's different authors on it and I'm the author expert of Guides. And I realized like through conversation and through my communities and through meeting you guys and the questions you ask, I get to tap into my wisdom of my guidance and bring forward these incredible answers. Like Tanya, she said I can use her name now, is in my Soul Finder Academy program. And we just did a channeling session. I promise you I'm going to teach you something on this because I don't want you to just hear my spewing. Um, and it may sound like one big sales pitch. And yeah, I'm seeding it a bit. I'm not going to lie. There's things in there like, hey, you want to work with me? Um, but I didn't sell anything. I gave you everything for free. Pod party's free. That's free, by the way. Um, so anyway, Tanya was is in Soulfinder Academy, and she we did this channel session. I was teaching them how to channel, where they ask their guides a question out loud, and then whatever they hear, whatever they see, whatever they feel, whatever they know, they speak into a recorder. So um, I took them into a meditation, and you can try this at home, and you can turn on your voice memos on your phone, go into a meditation. 
<laughs> and then say to your guide, you know, should I play tennis? It could be anything. Should I play tennis with Mary Jo? And they may not answer. You may not hear words. You may see blue or you may hear the sound of the gardener outside and you want to take everything as information and speak it out loud. Oh, I'm seeing a square blue blog. Oh, I hate that blower. Why is that blower sounding? Listen to that gardener. Oh my goodness. Didn't they make those things illegal in California? It's annoying the crap out of me. I can't even get the peacefulness of the blue. Why are they doing that? That's annoying me. Oh, now I see my dog's face. I know he wants to go out. And you could tell by the feeling right there, that would probably be a no to play with Mary Jo. So if you do that and you start speaking it, what you're seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing, knowing, you start getting into communication. So this is the stuff I'm teaching, going to be teaching in my high-level programs too, and I teach in Soulfinder Academy. But Tanya asked this really magical, amazing question. She said, what's, she asked these great questions. She said, and everybody does in, in, in my programs. And she said, what's the difference between a soul and a higher self? And I asked Erin um, to help me pull out the answer of that question so that we could share it on social media because I don't remember what I said. But the whole point of this is I want to get to know you because I'm realizing as I'm writing this book with Ariel and she's asking my guides these questions or as I'm getting into my communities and I really trust the people in my communities. So there's a whole other level of vulnerability with me as a teacher and they're asking me questions and I just lean into my guides. I'm going to teach you something about leaning in in a second. I lean into my guides and they give these answers that even blow me away. And I'm like, wow, I'm so friggin' blessed, number one, to have such elevated people in my communities. But I'm so blessed that I get the opportunity to work with people like you who are listening. Like I get emails from people who are listening to my podcast about how it's helping them. Hey, guys, if you really love my podcast, rate and review it too. That would really help me out. Um, but anyway, so I'm learning the more I get to know you, the more I get to accelerate my teaching. I get to grow and expand even more. So that is why I'm doing more organic outreach. And so when you do DM us and you do messenger us, it's not only me that's in there. It's um, two people that work with me. Um, if and But we are answering. We, there are always actual people answering. So I just want you to know that. And you could also reach out to us at care at marilynaloria.com. So um, what I'm discovering, so I decided to 10X my life in the fall. And what that meant for me, somebody asked me recently what 10X meant. Um, and what it means is I decided to take every area of my life and 10 times it. Because I was sitting in my life going, mm, the needle's not moving quick enough in this area or that area, certain areas of my life. And because the needle's not moving quick enough, I started to take inventory on the choices I was making and what I needed to shift and change in myself. I wasn't blaming the universe. I wasn't like, you know, why isn't Oprah knocking at my door and asking me to be on Super Soul Sunday? First of all, I, I, I don't think that, but, you know, one day, maybe. Um, but I wasn't waiting for the outside to come in and find me. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to change my life? What choices do I need to make? What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to start doing? So that's what 10Xing your life means because somebody in my community asked what that meant. And I got really clear about it and I got really committed to it. And I started out January like, woohoo, you know, this is great. I'm so excited. I joined this program, joined that program, got another tennis coach. I'm playing tennis. My game's getting better. I'm growing my business. I'm doing what I love. I'm writing a book. I'm doing this podcast. And then zoop, 
right into a wall, right? And the wall wasn't stopping me. The wall is waking me up. So it has been friggin' uncomfortable. Like, I don't know any other friggin' way to say it. But all through my discomfort, I know there's something bigger and greater happening. So I'm not feeling like a victim. I'm not crying on the floor. I'm not like, oh my goodness, it's all going to hell in a, you know, whatever that word is, handbasket, whatever that saying is. I'm not thinking any of that. I'm like, holy fuck, excuse my language. What the fuck is going on? Holy fuck. And I just like look out at the world. And then, oh, I'm supposed to be recording this on video. Well, whatever. And and then I hear, well, you wanted to 10x your life, right? This is what happens. Things accelerate. And when you accelerate, like my my personal vibration is not ready for the acceleration. So it's getting my personal vibration ready for the acceleration, right? If you think about it, you know, anything you do, you go into a new opportunity and if you've have are not don't have the character traits for that new opportunity, it's going to be a big learning experience. It's going to be an opportunity to either grow right in that moment or you're going to sabotage it and ruin the experience and then learn from it. So there's always this opportunity to change things. So I was like, okay, they're right. Um, I understand that's what's happening to me. And I need to just continue to be clear and conscious and make very, very good choices. And I do feel like I'm making very good choices, very powerful choices in my life. So that is what it is. Now, so I have a, I want to talk about surrendering to results. I have a result that I desire. I have a vision of it because you need to know what you want. If you don't know what you friggin' want, pause this recording right now and get clear because you need to know what you want. So I have a, I have a vision of what I want. We have a class called a day in the life. It's on my website and you guys get a podcast coupon. If you just put podcast in it, I, you get half price. I believe it's either 50 or 40% off. I don't remember what it is. It could be different when you do it. So just check out whatever the percentage off is. Um, cause I'm sure we're going to play with that percentage. You know, sometimes it'll be higher. Sometimes it'll be lower. So just go check it out. And if it works for you, buy it. Um, so we have this class day in the life and it helps you to get really clear about what it is that you want to create. And you really do need to be clear about that. And then I let go of it. I surrender it because I know my guides, the universe has something greater for me. I just focus on the path, the journey, the choices I need to make, the lessons that are showing up, what I need to learn from the lessons. I just passed 555. 555 is a huge number. 555, I'll give you a reading right now. It's um, all about transformation and change. Whenever it's uh, three numbers, especially if you get three major arcana cards in the tarot deck, it's a big life-changing experience right now, transformative experience, soul transformative experience. And it adds up to a six, which is new beginnings. Wait, five, 10, 15, yeah. New beginnings into more transformation because it's a one and a five, which adds up to a six, which for me is family and community. And I know what I'm creating is more opportunity to reach more and more people with my honesty, transparency, and the way that I work. I've realized that the way I work with guides, look, I don't know every teacher out there, but from what I was exposed to, I don't really know anybody who teaches the way I do. I really don't. I'm sure there are people out there though. But um, anyway, so so here I am. I, I don't want to get into the whole story because to be honest with you, I don't want to give this person any any friggin' airtime. 
the bitch. Yeah. But something happened. Somebody illegally friggin' did something. Um, and it pissed. It's I'm so friggin' pissed off. I can't even tell you. I'm pissed off. And I had to deal with it right away in my business. Um, the new person I hired alerted me to it right away. And um, it threw me. It friggin' threw me. Think about it. You know, you let someone go and they illegally go back into your system and uh, revert things and delete things. I mean, it's messed up. I don't even know. And that's what they do for a living. Like they do that thing there. They, you know, and then they go in and it's think about high security. The person's got kind of a high security job. They get let go because they've been asked to let go in a way. And look, there's two sides to everybody's story. Who cares? But then they go back in after they've been let go good three weeks later and delete stuff from your accounts. Is that legal? I don't know. You tell me. Like literally, I'm so Brooklyn right now that if, if this person was standing in front of me, I don't know how spiritual I would be. Honestly, I don't think I'd hit her because I wouldn't do that. I don't think because my, my body would shake and feel horrible. Um, it's not something I would do, but... Am I pissed? Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm also hurt. Look, I understand. No, I don't understand shit because nobody should do something like that. It has no integrity. It's dishonest and it's disgusting. But um, for whatever reason, she's wounded. She's a wounded person and she felt wounded by me. And there you go. There you have it. So I'm, I'm kind of getting over my pissness, but I just wanted to show you in the moment what I felt like. And uh, also was like, holy fuck, I've got to deal with this now. And, um, so I dealt with it and I, um, it's being dealt with, I should say the new person who's hired is taking care of it. Um, and I also, uh, have a little bit of a, a strained wrist right now too. Right side, right side is about doing masculine, turning a doorknob, putting a key in a keyhole. Um, I'll explain that in a second. So I'm just recognizing everything that's going on and my energy may be, hmm, I don't know. Cause when I got on the phone with, so I had to get on the phone with the publisher and the editor and I just five minutes before I'm getting on the call with her to go deep into channeling, to answer these questions for the book, I get this information that comes up. So I get on the phone with the editor and I'm like, this just happened. Um, I need a, a few minutes. She said, all right, why don't you take like, do you need 20 minutes or 30 minutes? I said, no, just give me 20 minutes. I just have to get my head wrapped around this and think and delete her from an account and just make sure that I'm clear and stuff like that. And she said, okay. And then I got back on the phone. I did my thing with her to let it go. Let it go. What's the other thing about guides? You just jump into guides and you can let go this 3D, whatever you want to call it, bullshit. And then I got on the phone with the new person and I had to warn another person and um, just had to do some emails. And now I'm here with all of you. And I had to do a podcast. I had to record it. Um, and I show up in my truest form, my authentic form, my real form. I don't hide anything. And I sit here with all of you. How do I make sense of this? All I know is I'm cleaning house. I'm getting everything ready. I know something um, bigger than me is happening here, something greater than me. Um, can I find forgiveness for this person? Totally. I feel like 
probably already there, almost there. I don't really care. She's a speck in the whole grain of everything. She's not the, she's a pawn in whatever I need to learn. So really she's nothing to me. Um, but I'm still just sitting with the lessons of what I need to learn about all of this. So one of the questions I posed to my community recently, and I'm going to pose to all of you is if you're living in full acceptance of your self, you fully try this emphasize with me right now. Okay. Just if you're walking or washing the dishes, if you can stop, just close your eyes and just breathe into your body. Take three breaths with me. So I'm going to, I'm going to, this is something I'm learning in a program I'm in right now. Some breath work, simple breath work. Just takes, you're going to breathe in for six counts. You're going to pause and then, and try to breathe into your belly. And then you're going to breathe out for eight counts. Okay. So let's do this together. And I'm not going to speak. You just do it on your own time and I'm going to do it with you, but there's going to be space in the podcast while we all breathe together. So just notice that breath working around your body. Breath to me is connection to source, connection to gods, connection to the universe. It's your, like, nobody can breathe for you. Like a machine, okay. But you have to breathe for yourself. Right now you're breathing for yourself. That's your God-given right to be here. And if you don't like the word God, just put something else there. It doesn't matter to me what people believe in. And if you fully accepted yourself, 100% fully accepted yourself, who would you become? Who would you become if you 100% fully accepted yourself? And if you 100% fully accepted yourself, what would you be? What would you be? Maybe they're the same things, but just play with that question. Who would I be if I 100% accepted myself? And if you 100% fully accepted yourself, who would you invite into your life? What kind of people would you invite into your life? If you fully accepted yourself 100%, what kind of people would you invite into your life? And if you fully 100% accepted yourself, who would you let go of? Now, it does not mean you have to let go of them tomorrow because some of you may be feeling like my husband, my, my parents, you know, that does not mean you have to, 
Because a lot of times just fully accepting ourselves and changing the energy and dynamic around the relationship shifts the relationship. So a lot of people come into membership for your soul or soul finder Academy and they start having issues. They, they start recognizing the issues they're having in certain relationships. We don't work on, oh, you got to get rid of that person right now. That's not what that's about. That's about working on yourself, finding your own boundaries, finding your own love for yourself. And a lot of times those relationships shift into more magical way of being. So who would you let go of if you 100% accepted yourself? Now, maybe it's about who you are with that person. What would you be with that person? Who would you be? Yeah, how does that feel? Feels pretty good to me. So I want you to play with that. And those are some of the things we're going to be doing together because in order for you to, maybe you've come to me because you want to learn about um, talking to your guides. You want to uh, grow your intuitive psychic gifts. You want to, people, another interesting question, I'll answer a question in a second, but you want to grow into channeling or mediumship, which to me is the same thing. You want to um, just live from your heart and soul whatever the reason is, all that I teach encompasses that because what I teach is you are the instrument. You are the instrument, not me, not Aunt Flo, not Sally, none of those people. It's you. And you have to take ownership of that. You have to stand in the power of that. And I teach people how to do that. And I do it in a way that, yes, I'm giving you techniques and tools. So as I'm being the teacher, it's come join my programs, come join my pod party, whatever it is, listen to me. But what I do is meet people where they are on their path and I teach you how to make that your own. You have to learn how to make it your own. It's really important. So I just want to share with you because I'm super against I'm very opinionated about this, about certain teachers out there that say, I learned this technique. And once you learn this technique, you're going to be healed for life. And I really have a problem with that because yes, their techniques and tools may help you to experience life better for sure, for friggin' sure. I don't know about their tools, but I know my tools and techniques and people think tools and techniques that people have taught me. Definitely. I could go through this morning that I had, right? And still show up to write my book and still show up to record a podcast and still do my work, right? I'm not lying on the ground crying. I'm not like, oh my goodness, why is this happening to me? I'm more like, hmm, okay. I think I see one choice I made that wasn't too smart, but I'm also proud of myself because I am, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to tell you a story about how I intuited it in a second, because you need to hear this. You need to hear how much I trust my intuition. And that's what I want you to do. So life happens, right? COVID happens. Things happen. I keep hitting the desk so you're hearing a pounding. Um, all these things happen. And I teach techniques and tools so you're not like, well, why is it? Like, you know, like, what is that? Eeyore from uh, Winnie the Pooh with his head down, like the biggest victim in life. No, you're looking up. You're holding yourself up right. You're walking and breathing. And this is another thing I'm learning in this program, which I like, like he's got, like, he says, flip the switch, you know, you flip the switch 
into who you are, a powerful being, and you take a stance and you stand up tall and you walk with your heart forward. Ooh, I have another thing I want to tell you. Okay. So let me tell you how much I trust my friggin' intuition. So I teach what I teach because I don't really go to other people to make decisions for me. I go to other people. Sometimes I'm in mastermind groups. I have a coach, you know, things like that to who have an expertise. And I go to them with a question to hear their response, but their word is not gospel. Then I try it on and I'm like, Hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. Or yeah, that was friggin' magical. I'm going to take that. So I was talking to somebody I really respect and uh, I was talking about something, an area that I really needed to work on. And this person said to me, oh, you should go to blah, 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 blah. They're great. Um, I really feel like they can help you. And I respect this person a lot. And I was like, okay, you know, let me meet with them. And when I said, I asked the name and she told me the name and I was like, "Mm, not sure, not sure. And this doesn't have to do with the other story I told you. This is another story. I want to show you how much I can trust my intuition. But I really respect the person that recommended him. So I I went and had a conversation. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, I could see it. Person was very nice, but I'm still not sure. And then I messaged the person and I said, could you tell me a little bit about your background, like what you studied so I can understand a little bit more? And um, it took them a little bit to respond and they responded. And I was like, hmm, something's still not sure. And the person who recommended them was like, da-da-da, you know, this is great. This will be great for you. And I was like, hmm. And I really respect the person who's recommending them and we're having a great conversation. And, and, you know, maybe years ago that would have swayed me, but I was like, "Mm, no, not sure. So I said, let me have another conversation. So I had another conversation with the person that was being, that I was considering hiring um, to help me expand in a certain area. And I was like, yeah, very nice person, very good at what they do, but I don't know if they're right for me. I just don't know it. So I contacted them. Of course, I communicated and I was like, you know, I'm just not feeling now's the time. I will let you know, but thank you so much. And it, I wasn't questioning my intuition. I just wasn't understanding my response, why, why I wasn't hiring yet. Like, this seemed to be the answer. The friend that I really admire was saying, you know, kind of in a way kept I don't want to say pushing it, but kept advising that that was the answer. And something in me was like, no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But yet my friend is very successful and in areas that I'm like, that's where I'm working on. Um, And I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And I'm so glad I trusted my intuition. So I went and met with a, somebody else, uh, a different type of expertise, but an expertise that I felt I needed. And we had a session. And when I was in the session with her, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I need. This is definitely what I need. It's practical. It's what I need. So I hired that person. And then I went and did another type of training with somebody else who's got incredible uh, mindset. Uh, And I'm working like really, you know, I have pretty good mindset, but I'm like wanting to elevate my mindset. And I was in that and I was like, yeah, no brainer. I want that too. Mm -hmm. Just going to, I'm going to get that one too. And I was, I was sharing with the friend who was recommending the other person I'm going to leave that ring in there. So I was sharing it with the other person, you know, the first person, and they were like, um, I was just saying to them as I was leaving a message, I was like, you know, I hired uh, person A. I really feel like they have this incredible skill set that I need and it's very practical and it's grounded and I really want that. And I hired person B because they have the mindset piece that I'm really looking at. I said, I'm still considering your person, let's call her person C, but... I'm not sure that this is right for me. And as I was walking, I heard my guide say, 
no, she wasn't right for you because what she does, she's very magical, very good, not saying anything about her. You, we want you to do that on your own. You have that. You just need to make time for yourself to do it. The hour you would spend with her, spend with us. We've got it for you. And it all clicked in that moment. I was like, oh, they are totally right. And I really feel like that is the work that I want you to do. I wasn't sitting and hemming and hawing or should I do this? If I don't do this, my life isn't going to move forward. I need to hire that person. If I don't hire that person, this person who I respect greatly is telling me that I, that's a good person. I should hire them. No, I wasn't doing any of that. I don't do that shit. Uh-uh. What I do is I take the invitation. I take the information in. I sit with it. I talk to my guides. I did talk to my guides a little. They were like, yeah, she's good. But it wasn't like, heck, yeah, go. Yes, go. And they were like, you'll learn if you do it and you'll learn if you don't. And I was like, yeah, it's not feeling like a thing. And then when I met with this practical A person, that was a heck yes. And it's not always a heck yes for me, but that was. And then uh, the B person um, I was like, mm, yeah, I, I feel like I want to do that too. I didn't even go to my guides because I had like, I, I pretty much knew. And then the C person, cause that was always a possibility. It's like, no, don't need it. That's the kind of decisions I want you to be able to make. I make them very clear. They may take 48 hours. It might take 24 hours. It may take 72 hours. Cause there's something in your life you need to learn on the journey before you make the decision. That's okay. But I don't hem and haw. I don't doubt my decisions. I don't, even with the situation that just happened, I understand like initially I was in a bind. I hired the person, didn't really, I was like, mm, not sure if this is the best thing to be doing, but I need it right now. And then once I received the first text <laughs> that I got before all this stuff happened, I was like, mm, got to get rid of her. Got to get rid of her. I knew right away. And boy, was I friggin' right. Boy, was I right. So that's what I'm trying to teach all of you, how to really trust your instrument. So you can gather information from teachers and coaches and healers and readers, but you get to decide for yourself. Okay. So my other teaching tool that I'm going to give you. Um, okay. So I am in a uh, dog training class on Sundays, virtual. Um, I've done a lot of training with my dogs and my, uh, my one of my shepherds was a pet therapy dog at Children's Hospital. And he was, he's very well trained. He's super sweet. He's big. Um, I'll tell you a story about him as I get into this teaching moment. So um, when I was going through the training and uh, I went to the testing um, and he passed, he didn't pass the first time. And then they told me what to do to get him to pass. And the second time he passed, and then I met with the hospital and they were like, he's going to have to get on the bed. And I'm like, he will not get on the bed. He won't get on my bed. I'm telling you, he won't get on the beds. And he's like, they're like, well, they, the kids really like the dogs on the bed. I'm like, he's a freaking 110 pounds. You want this thing on your bed? And I was like, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. I try to get him on my bed sometimes and he will not get on my bed. So he won't even get on the couch. I don't know. And they were like, well, all right, we'll see what happens. So when you train, you know, I got accepted, he got accepted. He, I, so I go around with the person and um, they take you into the children's hospital, show you what to do. And then we go to the first patient's room. The minute we enter the room, the friggin' dog jumps on the bed with the kids. It's like he knew it was the cutest thing. But sometimes it was really like, <laughs> because these kids were, um, you know, hooked up to tubes and everything like that and stuff happening. And like, Mike is so big and. Um, 
but he really did that and he was really, really good. But we've had some experiences with, um, um, I'm just going to say we've had some experiences because I really don't want to hear um, any suggestions. Sometimes people give unsolicited advice and we all know how I feel about unsolicited advice. So anyway, I have been working with him because we have gotten a little bit out of balance in our pack. And my other dog is actually, she used to be the troublemaker. I think I told you that she would bite people's butts when they left the guest bathroom. I have no friggin' idea why she would do this. I don't know if I told you the story, but I'm going to tell it to you again. Like she, they would just leave the guest bathroom and she'd just nip them in the butt. And when I was moving out of my house in Sherman Oaks, I had this woman helping me. She was in her seventies and I share that for a reason. Amazing woman. Absolutely love her. And, um, she was fine with my other dog, Venus. Venus was great with her. And I was out in the backyard and all of a sudden I hear, ah, and I'm like, what happened? She's like, she just bit me in the butt. And I was like, oh fuck. And I was like, all right, let me take a look. And she takes her pants down. And I was like, holy shit, you have one of the best asses I've ever seen. That was my response. <laughs> and she started laughing and felt really good. And I didn't do it. It was really like, it was true. I was like, oh my goodness, I've never seen an ass like this. And how old are you? And we just started laughing. And thankfully she was really nice. And she just thought it was hilarious that the dog bit her. So, but Venus is amazing now. Venus is like, she's just, she goes up to people, even people at the pet store here. And they're like, oh my goodness, this dog. And um, so my other dog, Micah, we've, we've gotten a little bit out of balance. So I've studied with a lot of different trainers. Again, please, no unsolicited advice. I will delete the email. Um, I say that because a lot of people don't know what they're talking about when it comes to dogs. A lot of people do know what they're talking about, and I don't want to hear it. So I'm with this person now who's great. He really studies behavior. He's been studying it for 50 years. He's got a military background. I mean, I sat through a class and I did not need to know that much about a dog's nose or a brain or where dogs came from. I respect his work. I really do. So, you know, I think it's kind of funny because I was sitting there and I was like, wow, do I really need to know that much about the nose? But I see why he does it because you really need to think from the dog's perspective. His class is amazing. It's absolutely incredible. I'd recommend it to anyone. Um, but that was just me being in my little comical side, like, holy fuck, there's not much going on in that brain in there and that nose and wow, where do dogs come from? Um, so anyway, he gives you that whole background, but that's not the whole class. So I'm really learning the behavior of a dog and how to work with Micah through intention, energy, intention. So I share this with you because it's my next, next teaching tool for you. So I'm going to tell you the story first. So everything's through intention. I'm still learning, so do not quote me. Do not try this with your dogs because I am not a dog trainer. Um, but so when I walk with him, I walk with, you know, chest out high, um, really, really strong intention, calm, collected. And you got to remember, we both have been traumatized quite a bit. So I'm practicing the calm leadership ability. And when I've noticed when we walk by dogs barking at fences, that's a trigger for him, right? And he was taught by other trainers to run. But now I've got a 110-pound dog and a 65-pound dog dog, freaking booking it. And I'm trying to keep up with them on leash. They're on leash. So I don't really like that, I got to say. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Again, keep your advice to yourself. Do whatever works for you. And I'm walk. So I was like, I'm going to walk by with directed intention. I'm not even going to pay attention to the dogs barking at the fence. I'm just going to look straight ahead, calm, cool, and collected, and try this out. I got to tell you, man, my dog didn't even react. He just went straight ahead with me. Both Venus doesn't really react. She's not reactive on the leash at all. 
but she'll do it. You know, if he's running, booking it, she's booking it too with me. We just walked by these dogs that trigger him like crazy. Calm, cool, collected, my just focused on in front of me. We're all calm, walking as a pack. So I was like, holy, that was freaking amazing. So I did it again. Calm, cool, collected, walking as a pack. So it's really incredible, but here's my tips and tool for you. Think about walking through your life with your intention of where you're going and what you want, and you're walking towards it. That's your focus. My focus when I'm walking by these fences is just straight in front of me. I don't see the distraction, the barking dogs. You're nothing to me. I'm just walking straight ahead, focused on what's in front of me. So I give that to you as a tool because I want you to think about any time in your life where you were able to make things happen. I want you to play with that question because for me, the things in my life that I manifested, that I brought to fruition was because I had that intention. I didn't worry about the results. Like it has to show up exactly like this. He's got to be six foot two with red hair, whatever the story is that we tell ourselves. But I was very focused on what was in front of me, where I was going. No outside distractions were getting in. You can't do it. None of that was getting in. I knew what I wanted. I knew where I was going. I knew that I deserved it. I was just going straight towards it and I got it. So I want you to practice walking in your life's journey with focused intention to what's in front of you and get rid of the friggin' naysayers, the barking dogs at the fence. Matter of fact, the next time somebody says something to you, just like, Ugh, you're just a barking dog at the fence. Don't say that to them. They might punch you. I don't know, but you're just a barking dog at the fence. Don't bother me and just keep going. All right, guys, I'm going to stop this now. Um, I'm being super honest with you today that this was a day that I was like, I have to show up. And um, you got a you got my personality. You got every piece of me. Well, maybe not every freaking piece because I didn't tell the whole story. Um, but you just got me on here. And uh, I feel like that's who I am. And that's why a lot of people keep coming back. I didn't predict shit. If you didn't listen to that episode, you're going to want to. And um, yeah, that's it. That's what I got to say. I think I'm going to do a whole episode in a Brooklyn accent. Maybe I'll do the dead ex-boyfriend episode in a Brooklyn accent. That would be funny. Hmm. We'll see. I don't know. I still want to do the dead ex-boyfriend episode because they're friggin' funny on the other side. Those dead exes. All right. Remember MarilynAlori.com forward slash party, P-A-R-T-Y, party. And also um, check out my website, MarilynAlori.com. You can, for the digital classes, not SFA, not Soul Finder Academy, not member, membership for your soul, nothing live. But for the digital classes, you can use that podcast coupon. Podcast is the coupon, just podcast. And get um, a nice percentage off. Um, do follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. If you DM me, it's going to be a live person that answers. Well, you never know with me. It might be a dead person that answers, but hey, you'll probably like that. So what the fuck? <laughs> Go ahead, dead people. And um, what else? Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Share, share, share. And I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.